Welcome to another episode of the Get Your Edge podcast. I'm your host, Brian Bott from Sports Advantage. I'm here with my co-host, Coach Manch. He's The voice is better. He's ready to give her all he's got today. Coach, how are we doing? Yeah, pretty good. Just, you know, uh, voice is pretty um, sore, pretty hoarse right now, but we'll get through it. And uh, I think I got a little virus and uh, we'll get through this thing. The doctor said it's between seven and 10 days, but uh, we got Alex Rosner on today and another Kimberly grad. So I'm super jacked. Once again, once again, I'm outnumbered by the, the paper makers on the podcast. So I'm going to have to do my best to get some words in edgewise. Um, before we start, Dean, I, I think we want to acknowledge uh, something that happened on Monday Night Football, right? Send our prayers out uh, to DeMar Hamlin, his family, um, you know, a, a real tough situation um, that I don't think any of us, obviously any of us are ever prepared for as coaches or as players. Um, and you can definitely see um, that football, even though it's a, it's a very demanding sport, um, you know, the love and the, and the camaraderie that all these players feel for each other. And just such a tough thing to watch and, you know, just praying for him and his family. Um, obviously this is, we're, we're recording this on, on Tuesday, you know, we're, we're going to release it on a Sunday, uh, hoping that things turn for the better for him. But, you know, one of the messages uh, we gave to all of our kids today in the gym, we had over a hundred and some kids in our want key gym today is that there's no guarantees in anything. You know, and and just to be appreciative for what you have, um, because by by no choice of your own, sometimes it can go away. So um, I don't know. Did you guys address it with your kids at Kimberly at all, or just kind of go? Well, a lot of kids talking about it. Uh, we didn't really address it to you know to each kid or to each class or anything like that. But um, you know, again, thoughts and prayers of what a family. It was pretty crazy watching that game live, and uh, you know, hopefully everything turns out for the better. Absolutely. Also, you know, AJ Klein, who you had on the podcast already, Brian, who plays for the Buffalo Bills. Well, and I know both strength coaches. You know, I know Hal Luther. Obviously, Hal was a, my first mentor as a strength coach. And, you know, we got to go visit Joey Bosse at the Bengals, yep. you know, so we have connections with with both those teams. And, you know, just thoughts and prayers for all the players, right? I mean, all the players yes. and coaches and families and, and just everybody involved. I mean, it's just and credit to the to the medical staff that were right on the spot and um, you know, a lot of times, unfortunately, medical staffs and trainers, um, you know, get harsh criticism, but there's no doubt that that, that staff was right on the spot with, with everything there. So thoughts and prayers out to the families there. Uh, we want to bring Alec Rosner in former Kimberly grad. Uh, Alec is a basketball player right now. Um, he's at Western Illinois, kind of finishing up his career. Alec, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and, kind of what you're doing right now, where you're from, and all that good stuff. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Um, so like you said, I graduated from Kimberly in 2018. Um, I currently play at Western Illinois. Um, I spent four years at Winona State playing D2 basketball, um, graduated in 2022, entered the transfer portal and explored some grad tra transfer options and ended up here, finishing my last year of basketball as, as well as getting my master's. Awesome. Hey, Roz, big, you were a big basketball guy and so many middle school kids, they come up to the high school and as you know, I've been teaching for 28 years and, you know, everybody wants to, you know, go and play in the NBA or go and play collegiately basketball. And you were a football guy as well. And you kind of have a unique experience in that 
you know, your role as a junior on our team, because you were behind Danny Vandenboom, who played for the Wisconsin Badgers, was you were the backup quarterback. And if anything happened to Danny, you had to be ready to go. So you had to know that offense extremely well. But you were such a good athlete, we had to get you on the field. And right away, I know I know you were right away thinking, what can I do to contribute to this team instead of just being that backup? Because if Danny doesn't get hurt, how can we utilize your skills? And we moved you to the wide receiver position. And um, you were the starting uh, wide receiver your junior year and then ended up being obviously the quarterback your senior year. And we won state championship your junior year and a senior year. So talk about that role as a receiver, because that was totally different than what you were used to. Yeah, um, I played quarterback like my whole life from from Bulldogs on. And I think a little bit after sophomore year, um, just knowing Danny coming back being his senior year, I think it was flirted with a little bit of maybe me playing receiver, see what other position I could play. But I guess it really didn't um, come full circle until after week one. Um, so at like week one, I, I think we played, I think it was at Oshkosh North. I, I was on the sideline holding the clipboard, writing down the plays. Um, and then, you know, just my competitiveness and want to, to help the team out in any way. I kind of had, a I don't think a conversation with Jones and I think we were a little banged up at the receiver position at the time. So kind of started to transition into that in practice and then kind of kept moving moving up and finally found myself on the field as a receiver the regular season junior year so I, I watched that game Dean when you guys played Franklin I'm not if I'm not mistaken you guys were losing right 14 to nothing correct and then was that and so we, another one of our guests right Logan McCormick that was uh, the the where he was kind of gave the halftime grabbed all the guys and yep. talked to everybody and and things like that so we've we've had Logan on and you know, great leadership through his part, but, you know, for your perspective, Alec, in that game, um, you know, you were the number three guy, right? And obviously, you know, I, I, I know the Kimberly office offense fairly well. Um, that doesn't mean that you're getting a lot of catches all the time, but you had a huge catch in that game. Um, so again, take us through that, that process. Um, maybe you're just kind of waiting for your turn or what were you doing to kind of prepare maybe to have a, have an impact in that game because that was, I mean, you guys were, you guys got punched in the mouth pretty good the first half. Yeah. I think as the year went on um, game by game, I started to either gain some trust from Danny and the, and the staff and saw a little more um, targets down the stretch. Uh, and then the state game, I think I had uh, two like early third down pickups. Um, so then, you know, having that confidence of already, picking up two big third downs. And then, I mean, I think I was to this day, Mangan and Jones both gave me crap, but I, I wasn't even supposed <laughs> to be on the, I wasn't even supposed to be on the field in that position for that play. Um, I think they both kind of freaked out and said like, turn to our receivers and be like, what, what's he doing out there? Um, but then, yeah, just saw the ball in there and made a play on it and took it to the, to the house. That was an awesome game. Such an awesome game. Yeah. I tell you, Coach Bangan talks about it all the time. And I know, Alec, you had a great message to the team, you know, when they were getting on the bus before this year's state championship. And what, what message did you give? They, you know, we talked about Coach Bangan 
got reached out to a bunch of you guys to give some messages. And there was a bunch of you that were willing to, you know, give some, you know, things out just to talk about our tradition at Kimberly high school. But what was your big message that you gave to this year's team before they got on the bus? I think the biggest thing I said was uh, something that Jones always preached was uh, big time players make big time plays and big time games. Um, and, you know, I, I've kind of lived with that like junior year in that state game and transitioned into my senior year. And then even even in my big games in college, I feel like I've always uh, tended to rise to the top and not no moment's been too big for me. And I love that, Alex. You know, you, that was a that was an awesome message. I think, um, you know, Coach Mangan and Coach Peters put that together and the, the athletes really enjoyed that having those messages and it just talks about you know, a lot of people talk about culture. They talk about tradition, but that was a great example. And we appreciate you giving back because that has been mentioned in, in different football meetings as well, that everybody's got to be ready. Mm -hmm. And being that you were the third ride receiver, you were ready in that moment. I think a lot of that goes back to, you know, your basketball days, you played some AU basketball, you know, you've been a multi-sport athlete, you've been in pressure situations, so again, I like what Coach Jones says. You got to make plays, but you know you were prepared in that position, even though you didn't get a lot of reps in practice. You've been in those big moments through your, you know, your youth athletic experience. So now it's your senior year. We got a winning streak going, and there's a lot of pressure for those individuals. Jeez. You know, you don't want everybody. Be no, everybody knows about the winning streak already. We've heard it. We got we, it. We know. We do, but we we're going to listen to it from Alex's standpoint <laughs> and not mine, Brian. That's what's good. Because there is pressure, isn't there, Alex? But you're the one that always brings it up. <laughs> because it, I think it's something our athletes have had to deal with. Yeah. And we talk about it. It's serious. We talk Real. about you know, the pressure, but now you have to step in to the quarterback role. You weren't the starter as a junior. You played a different position. Yes, you were prepared. Yes, you got some reps, but now you're replacing a guy that's playing for the Wisconsin Badgers and Danny Vanderbilt. Mm -hmm. And now it's your team. You're the senior leader. What was that like? And what did you do to prepare for that situation? Um, yeah, obviously I think going into that, when we went down to fight, like it was, I don't know, nation's longest winning streak, I think it was at the time. Um, and obviously like literally everyone talks to you and they're like, Oh, what, who's going to be this? Who's going to play this this year? You guys lost, like you said, a Wisconsin Badger quarterback. Um, and I don't know, I think just being an athlete and a competitor, like that chip on my shoulder with like hearing all that stuff talk like, oh, their offense isn't going to be as good this year. They they lose X, Y, and Z. Um, but I think that that kind of motivates me. Uh, it still does to this day, uh, having that a, a chip on your shoulder. But just to prepare like fall camp um, and just being – I think I was, I was really locked in and took film real serious. Um, looking back on it, like a lot of the stuff Coach Jones preaches and – talks about like mentally mental wise and mental training I think um at the time I didn't give enough credit to but now looking back on it I think a lot of that stuff was really big and and not so much worrying about oh this game is for 57 wins in a row and more focused on 
this play and what can I do on this play that that'll help us win in the end. I think it's that whole one and all mentality, right? If you start thinking about, yep. hey, what we've done or, hey, we could be, you know, the next state champion. I, I think it just speaks volumes, both of the the players that you guys have in your locker room from year to year. And, and again, just the training you guys and the buy-in, you know, from the players, because at the end of the day, you know, you can, as a coach, give, give players the greatest message, but there's got to be buy-in, you know, and it, it's got to be something where, I think Alec, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but you see these coaches, you know, living the messages that they're giving you. So it makes it easier to follow them. Right. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Um, so then after another state championship and adding, but getting another streak and we're keeping everything going, beating a, a team from up here, um, you go to Winona state and you have an awesome basketball career, um, you know, and, Talk about maybe some of your, you know, your high times and low times there. You know, obviously college sports, a big difference, huge yeah. learning curve, right? When you get yeah. there, yeah. maybe talk about some of the things that from a growth perspective for you personally uh, that happened along that journey. Yeah. So <laughs> I went as a, I'd say an under-recruited um, freshman um, to Winona State, um, pretty much had to earn everything I was given there. Uh, that kind of goes back to the the chip on my shoulder that I, I've had and kind of carry with me. Um, and freshman year, ended up finding myself in in the starting lineup um, about halfway through the season for the first couple conference games. Um, and then, yeah, some of my higher times were like my last senior year. I was first team all conference, um, and just playing with those guys that I've I was there for four years with. Um, and the relationships I built with those guys, and they're still to this day some of my best friends. Um, but like you said, like college sports and low times, I, I had plenty of those. My well, it was actually during the COVID year. Um, our season got delayed, so we were practicing for longer than we normally would without a game. I ended up partially tearing my ACL, um, and was out the entire season. You know, and and going into rehab every day knowing you're have zero chance of playing that, you know, that kind of takes a toll on athletes. Um, but I kind of look at that as, as another way that I, I grew as a player. Um, you know, I could have went either way. I, I could have shut down and been like, I'm 21 years old. I coming off a torn ACL, like, is it worth it to play one more year? Like, you know, all those thoughts come into your head. Um, and I really, I really took a turn and decided to really, lock in on my on my rehab and just go as hard as I could on my rehab and control what I could control as far as the progression of my rehab and how that went and I really think I really credit that to my my productive senior year I had I think I built a lot of good habits um through that rehab process and the highs and the lows of that and you know when you're anytime you're sidelined from from the game you love you you don't ever really think about it until it's taken away from you. Um, so that, that also gives a lot of perspective and shows your love for the game. Alec, you know, now you're at Western Illinois. How did that happen? You know, how did you choose Western Illinois? And now you're, it's a different team, obviously. You're in a different state, different division, because now you go from D2 to D1. You've got a different coach who's got some Wisconsin ties as well. So how did it happen? And then advice to the coach athletes that change teams that can help that transition 
become easier because, you know, you just talked about you loved your family, you loved your Winona State basketball team, you got lifetime friends, but now it's a big change for you. So what do you have to do? And we see this with the transfer portal now, like crazy. So Mm -hmm. this is so much (laughs) different is how do you make that transition smoother, better for you? And then how did you decide to get to Western Illinois? Alec, who's your coach? I'm sorry. Coach Jeter. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So going back to what you asked. uh, uh, So entering the portal, I mean, it it was uh, a tough decision. I think um, my graduation had a lot to do with it. Um, Winona actually doesn't offer a MBA program is what like a master's program. So that that was a big, big uh, factor into entering the portal and making the most of, of one last year. Um, and West, like why Western? Um, when I entered the portal, they were the first coach year was the first school to call first school to offer first school I visited. Um, I took a visit to uh, a couple other schools that some people would, I mean, I obviously better location. Um, I went to a visit in Lipscomb, which is at Nashville, um, Nova Southeastern, which is down in Fort Lauderdale. And the biggest thing was with Western is I wanted to go my last year. I wanted to go where I was wanted. And from the start of the process, they were, they were on me and they were upfront with, what my role was going to be, where they saw me, and and how much how much they respect they had for my game and what they thought I was going to do at their level. Um, so the, just after going on all my visits and talking to all these different coaches, and I mean I don't know I've talked to probably twenty plus schools in the portal. Um, the biggest differentiator would be the their honesty with me and and going where I was wanted, which I think is big, you know for for anyone. Uh, whether it's you're in the portal or you're we're getting recruited out of high school. So, so Alec, you know, with, with all of our listeners, a lot of them are going to be, you know, either younger athletes and you and things like that. Um, everybody's looking for a competitive advantage. And obviously the, the name of the podcast is get your edge. So, you know, what is your best advice, your get your edge advice for some of these young athletes to get a competitive advantage over over their competition as they're, as they're going through the processes you've been through? I think just, just taking it day by day. Um, you know, big thing today is rankings and getting these mixtapes made and all this. And I think not getting caught up in that, um, just doing your work, doing what you can control um, and not looking at what someone else is ranking you or this person ahead of you, just really honing in on yourself Um focus on yourself and try and really make yourself the best player that you can in whatever it does or anything you do, whether it be in the weight room, football, basketball, baseball, any sport. Alec, give me, give us your, your best coach Banshee weight room story from when you were back at Kimberly. Give us, give us something good. Put them on the spot right there. Something, uh, something that, that won't get them fired. Please. <laughs> Oh. something good something good maybe from big squat day or something uh i don't the best one might be the the speech the speech you said about uh we're going on a vacation to an island and you came up with the the island name called change your best island you know i think we were running the hill and you had a big you had a big speech for all of us and we were going on a trip 
and it was to change your best island, and we all got fired up and went and ran the hill. Dog, you're the best. That's fantastic. How come I never heard that story? I love that. We, we can't give all of them all to you, Brian. That's fantastic. The but hill. Oh, we, we love that hill. We're not, we're not giving any secrets. Good workouts away. on that hill. And when you got leaders oh, yeah. like Alec, yeah, that, you know, that are great Keep examples for the younger island. guys. Oh, that, um, that makes a big, big difference. And we've been lucky to have a lot of good guys like Alec. Yes. You know, multi-sport athletes at our school, a lot of coaches. You know, you just mentioned Coach Mangan. You mentioned Coach Jones, who have both been on the podcast, you know, where, you know, people make a difference. And, you know, and players, you know, player-led teams are the best teams. And, Correct. you know, that's the biggest compliment I got for you, Alec, is you did an incredible job. You did what was best for the team your junior year. Or they probably did you probably wanted obviously to be the starting quarterback, but it didn't happen. You still found a role to help the team. You'd have an incredible high school experience playing football and playing basketball. And then under enormous pressure, your senior year of being the leader, because a lot of people don't want to be that quarterback, is what I found. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you know, either you gotta want that pressure you got to want that privilege of of being that point guard in basketball or the pitcher in baseball or whatever it is it's very important but a lot of people shy away from it you know they they want the path of least resistance I don't want that on my plate and when the, the team is very successful a lot of people back away from that and you took on that challenge and just did an incredible job so huge kudos to you. Appreciate it. Yeah, huge kudos too. I mean, when when your main sport is basketball and and yes, you know, excelling in other sports, I think that only helps your basketball longevity in your career, right? I mean, Jacob Kisting talked. We've had a lot of guys talk about that, about you know, overcoming adversity in other sports is only going to help your main sport. So Alec, it's been awesome to have you on. Really appreciate you coming on during the middle of your season. Uh, we know that college athletes have very limited time, so we're really, really excited. Thanks, thanks for coming on. Appreciate uh, you sharing some stuff with us. Dog, anything for the Fox Valley throws here before we cut? Uh, out? We start January eighth. That's oh. I believe when we will be releasing this episode. So four o'clock till five thirty. Excited to see all the people that are coming back and to meet all the new throwers that are going to be starting our sessions in the winter here. That's awesome, Oconomowoc. Uh, we start training January 9th. Training sessions start uh, January 9th. We've got kids. We, we've we got a, kids from all over. We had a kid from Rockford come in the other day. Um, you know, we've got some kids from Muskego, from, you know, McGuanago, a lot of different schools um, around that area. So we're very excited about opening that with Tyler Leonard, our director, going to be an incredible, incredible location for us. So that's going to wrap it up for this edition of the Get Your Edge podcast. Make sure you keep discipline, right, over the course of the year. All right, all the excitement about starting your year off and stuff like that, ride that momentum. But that day that excitement's not there, it's about getting the job done every single day. You know it needs to get done. Make sure you get it done. No excuses, no built-ins. Stop it. <laughs>